Well, hello, it's Pastor Carson from Calvary Tabernacle. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. We hope that it's a blessing to you, whether you're catching one of the Sunday or Wednesday messages, or maybe you're jumping on to listen to one of the Saturday snapshots. We're doing everything we can right here in the beautiful Fountain Square area of Indianapolis to try to reach and connect and disciple people towards Jesus Christ. Enjoy what you listen to, and I hope that it's a benefit to your life. Luke chapter 13. Read a little bit of an unpopular portion of text, even though it's hidden in the Gospels, it is rarely preached from, but I feel to draw from this text today, and then we will move around the Gospels and even into the one chapter book of Jude. But for our launch today, I will read from Luke 13, verses 1 through 5. If you are not there, I love hearing those pages turn. I love hearing those pages turn. Some of you are looking up digitally. It's just harder to hear that. If you don't have a Bible, we invite you to look on the screen with us. There were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that the Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things? Do you think do you think that they were sinners above is what he asked them? And then verse 3 he said, I tell you nay, but except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. How many believe that? <clears throat> We've got to repent. We've got to turn from sin said, you think they are worse? No, I tell you nay, except that ye all repent, you'll all perish. In verse 4, he said, or those, those 18 upon whom the tower in Siloam fell, which slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all Likewise, perish. He said, not just the ones who were slain at the hand of Pilate, but what about those whom the tower fell upon? I want to, I want to preach uh, today on the title, We Will Leave No Stone Unturned. We will leave no stone unturned, and I hope to make sense of it in a minute, but I want you to lift your hands all over this room. I want you to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. Would you do that? Come on, I'm going to turn my microphone off for a minute. I want you to lift your voice all over this building. Everyone in this room can pray.
Find someone near you before you're seated if you're comfortable and tell them we must leave no stone unturned. Whether you've done that or whether you're too introverted to do so, you may be seated. It was a horrific sight, cataclysmic events which unfolded while not in our own city, it was in our nation. The horrendous, horrifying imagery that played out in front of us due to news media and social media. We watched the horrifying reality of what took place in June of 2021, only six months ago, as an apartment building in Miami, Florida began to crumble. If you'll turn your attention, you'll see a quick video caught by a surveillance camera of what took place. Without warning, it began to crumble floor after floor, and the cloud of debris filled the air. Credited to an unfirm foundation on a sinking and a changing ground. You'll see these next few pictures as the aftermath of this particular event. The city felt the devastation, but not like those who had called this home. There was loss of life. And there was loss of morale. But it was a spokesman for this particular crew working the city. Who Dr. Anderson said these words when questioned. How will you make sure you have found everyone? In speaking on behalf of the apartment and on behalf of the families who had been tortured with this. But on behalf of a city that was all reeling in a nation that was watching. His response was clear. We will leave no stone unturned. We will leave no stone unturned. I would tell you here on this Sunday morning that there are men and women that are scattered throughout this building who are dealing with situations of implosion that are way less outlandish by the world's account, and they are way less public by even our account. But there has been the imploding of walls, and there has been the demolishing of floors. And no, it has not been their physical home, and no, it has not been their physical body maybe, but it has been an internal battle. There has been an erosion and a wasting away that was taking place beyond the surface and there is a very real enemy that desires to capitalize. For men and women that are gathered around this room, he wants to make a false foundation become a public desolation. And a public decimation. What you were in comparison to what you are. But I've got a word from heaven for you right now. That God is able to take what he has meant for evil, what he has meant to be a breakdown, 
and he is able to begin to repair and rebuild and reaffirm the foundation. Has anyone here today found that if anyone can reaffirm a foundation, it's the Lord. In a time, in a place, in a situation where there is great controversy between the Jewish people and the Roman government, there is the spilling of blood at the hands of Pilate. And there is a conversing with Christ over such an occurrence. And there is blood that has been spilt with the water of sacrifice. Ladies and gentlemen, God forbid we ever deny the truth that men and women have lost their lives for centuries because of their beliefs. To think that we are currently a world without martyrs or a world of absolute religious freedoms would be erroneous at its very beginning or utterance, but we are still a world that is fighting for religious uh, freedoms. Unfortunately, here in America, somehow Christianity is on the ropes more than most other. But I will tell you, I think we need to dig through the rubble and we need to begin to build again what the Lord has always intended for our cities and for our states and for our governments, because whether it offends someone or not, in God we trust. And as Jesus is conversing with them, he brings question to them about an occurrence which has happened, and it is not a common occurrence to be talked about, and history books are not filled with it, and some theologians would like to debate it, but he brings to their uh, minds a situation which had occurred, a falling of the tower at Siloam, whether connected to the pools of Siloam. There was a familiarity between Christ and his listeners when he said, do we want to measure sin against sin? No, we, we should not do that. Consider these people who somehow, Brother Hout, 18 of them had died when the tower fell. We don't get great description on how it fell, only that it fell. And I have found that there are people in the world and there certainly is an enemy that is not concerned with how you fall as long as you do. It's not concerned with what led the erosion of the soil, the soil testing that maybe did not take place. He, he does not want to talk about faulty craftsmanship. Let's focus in on the fact that there is death and Christ is allowing them to know whether they died this way or whether they died that way, whether it was by the hand of another or by the hand of their own workmanship. Know this, it doesn't matter how you go, you've got to repent because whether you live it's not the question, it's whether you die, and every man will die at some point. It is appointed to every man once to die. So whether it is at the hands of a perverse pilot, or whether it is at the hands of a faulty foreman, you better hear me and hear me well, men. You must repent of your sins, or you shall likewise perish. And I, I will tell you here today that while the earth may be falling in some sense of fashion, while sin may be eroding the spiritual soil beneath the feet of our government, I will tell you we have always been a body that does its best building by repenting. 
While there is a mass rubble laying on the ground around us, we can take those rubbled wreckage and we can begin to pull them and find what is usable. And in the midst of turning over stones, they were not expecting to find the amount of survivors they felt. You would have thought greater casualties would have been endured. But I have found out, and they have too, and you have too, people are more resilient than the enemy gives them credit for. The If the enemy would have had his way, many of you would have walked out of church 10 years ago. You'd have never been living for God after that heartache five years ago. But you're here because you're resilient and they found you. Maybe I'm the only one, but I bet there are people here today. You were found in the wreckage. Somebody turned over the stone and there you were. And you were limping for a while, but before long you were walking a little more. And today you run and today you dance. And I got news for somebody in the room that feels like you're laying in the wreckage. We've come to turn over the stone and tell you you can live again. Come on, you can live again. Find a few people and tell them you can live again. You can live again. You can live again. But you hear me right now. You cannot live without repentance. You cannot live without repentance. You may look good, but you'll live dead. You'll live damaged. He said repentance is what mattered. And it must have been a horrifying sight the likes of which he could so easily place illustration and everyone under the sound of his voice could call to account the occurrence which had happened. There was no social media. There was no Fox News. Didn't have any local newscasters. Word traveled different. Word was transported in a different way. And yet every person there without Instagram, without TikTok, every person there, everybody didn't even have Facebook. My God. And everybody that he was talking to knew about it. Because when towers fall, people find out. And it's always been, whoo! It's always been the desire of the enemy that the towers would fall and implode the people who were living in them. And there has been no greater tower built than the tower of the church that that the enemy has desired that somehow there would be a, a sinking foundation or a sloping surface or there would be poor engineering and there would be some way that the church would implode upon itself. But I've got a remembrance for the enemy that even the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I'm not saying that people won't fail. I'm not saying that buildings won't need updated. I won't see, but I will tell him this. When men and women cry out for repentance, you can take anything that's been broken and you can watch it come to life again. We become new creatures, new creation. Be not conformed to this world. No, 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 no. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I used to think like I was laying in the rubble, but I got a new, I got a new mindset about me. I used to believe that I could never get out from under this rubble, but somebody came along. Anybody in here, somebody came along and and found you and, and pulled some stuff and they pulled you to an altar and you found the more I repented, the more I felt strength. And you, and you started to worship whether you felt like it or not. Anybody in this room ever have to go through physical therapy? 
Raise your hand if you hated physical therapy when you started. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to bend your knee. No. Just bend it. There are people in this room that used to be runners, had to go through physical therapy, and they said, bend your knee, and they were trying to get you to move it a couple inches. You were like this here. Uh, uh. I'm surprised I can balance that long. Uh. Barely try. They try to get you to move it a few inches. Then they try to get you to move it 10 inches. Then they're trying to get you to move it 12 inches because they have found if you can increase your level of stretch, if you can stretch past the pain, I know it hurts, but if you can stretch past the pain, we'll get those muscles that told you they were done working. We'll get those muscles because you don't know. Listen, I know your body is trying to tell you something else because while the ligaments tore in that knee, it sends these shockwaves throughout every neuron and fiber of your being and they're getting into your brain and your brain is telling your body, don't move because it hurts. But I'm telling you, you've got to get beyond what your brain is telling you because if you're, that knee was created to move. So if you'll stretch past the pain, before long, you'll be walking fine again. But it hurts. Yeah, but if you'll work past the pain, if you will walk past the, if you will stretch beyond the offense. Well, they wounded me. They might have wounded you, but they're not your death. They crushed me. Yeah, but they didn't kill you. They might have bruised your heel, but you ought to crush the head of the enemy. And the only way you can crush the head of the enemy, you got to get up. You got to get up. Come on, Mike, what, what would you say to us? He'd say, you got to get up. Yea, though I fall, I shall, I shall arise. It's not a matter of, well, I fell. Listen, I got, I'm, let me just give you a secret. If you want to look for people who have fell, look around the room. Oh, I never knew that. they did. They did. Everybody in the room has fallen. I never, you just did. Everybody in the room has fallen. Do you recognize how terrified we can make the enemy if we recognize that we are people he wanted to stay down? We are people he wanted to stay down, but from somewhere, some of us in this room, we look way better than others. If we could see the truth, there are people in this place that still have smoldering smoke and ashes all over us, and we're walking in here. We got a fresh dust cloud of a collapse in our life that nobody knows about, and the enemy gave you every excuse in the book to stay home, and yet you got on your suit, and, and you know it still smells like smoke, and you know that it still has part of the floor that caved in, and you know that, but you walked into the church this morning and the enemy said, stay in your pew. Some of them that walked down here during prayer, the enemy told them, stay in their pew. But they walked down here and started dancing. And they started rejoicing. Why do we do that? Because repentance tells me I can live again. I can live again. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven all over this room, if you will. And I want you to begin to pray a mindset of restoration in this building. Woo! Hmm. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Restoration for my mind. Restoration for my family and for my, my children. Woo! For our church. It was in this great descriptive nature of Christ that he begins to teach the people in the book of Matthew. And we read about it in the gospel of Matthew. And he is reading about a wise and a foolish man in their building projects. How many remember this? He's building about those who build upon the sand and those who build upon the stone. He's saying a wise man built his house upon what? Upon the rock. The winds may come, but the house will stay. The waves may come, but the house will stay. The environmental issues may come, but the house will stay. The governmental agencies will do what they need to, but the house will stay. Foolish man built it upon the sand, and so the sand is washed and moved, and there's an ever-changing time. And I understand that there is architectural inflection that is placed into this text, and those that are a part of building, you can look at this and diagnosis and diagnose this and try to work through it in, in systems and process. And even there are theologians that have tried to argue it in its relevance. But Christ is painting the bigger picture than a stone that is placed upon the earth. He is preemptively speaking to the fact that he. He is the chief cornerstone. And he is letting them know there will be winds of doctrine that come. There will be sounds of confusion that blow. There will be waves of oppression that occur. But if you build your life upon the rock, it will stand. Ladies and gentlemen, we've all fallen. But as long as we'll build the house on the rock Christ Jesus, we will have a church to gather in. We will have a church to worship in. And we will, listen to me, and we will have a family to bring to it. My family cannot afford to build itself on the sand of sinfulness. My family cannot afford to build our house upon the ever-changing tide of radical movements and worldly agendas. My, my, my family and I as the husband or you as the wife or you as the child, we cannot afford to allow our homes to be built on the ever-shifting sand of this world's carnality. So even when the tide comes or the tide goes, even when the storms are in or the, the sky is blue, it doesn't matter if the house, if the house is built. What's our main message? I'll tell you very clearly. Our main message is Christ in him crucified. Our main message is Jesus Christ. I can't always preach the most creative thing. I, I may not always preach the most elaborate thought, but I have been assured this by the word of God, and I have watched it numerous, numerous times. If I'll preach Jesus, if I will preach that God was manifest in the flesh, he was justified in the spirit, he was preached, oh, if I'll preach Jesus, if, if this house will be built on Jesus, your house cannot be built on the sand of your emotions. It must be built on the stone of his assurances. Your house cannot be built on the sand of a sinless nation's or a sinful nation's philosophy. Well, the news is saying, turn it off. Yeah, well, my friends are saying, get new friends. 
I'm serious. We've got to build our marriages on this rock. We've got to build our parenting on this rock. We've got to build our preaching on this rock. We got to build our worship sets on this rock. We've got to build everything we say. Everything we do must be built upon this rock. Why? It's the one thing that cannot crumble. It's the one thing that cannot fall. Everything built by the hands of men or even like the Tower of Siloam that while they may be near the pool where miracles happen, anything built by the hands of men can crumble. But he is the same. He does not change. He is forever stable. Has anybody found that to be true? That he's just stable. I went through a hard time, but he's stable. I, I walked through a rough season, but he's stable. He's, he's stable. He's stable. Talk to the families of those in, in that Miami occurrence. Talk to the families of the 18 who perished in the Tower of Siloam. I, I would fear to listen to the testimonies of mamas who lost children and husbands who lost wives and wives who lost husbands and grandparents who were gone. In a moment, 18 souls are gone. Why? Anything built by the hands of men. You can't work yourself out of this unhappiness. You, you can't earn your way out of displeasure. You can't take some self-help tips from a book somewhere and think it will fix everything. It's repentance. It's repentance. It's repentance. Last Sunday night, we talked about consumer debt. Let's talk about something more important, sin debt. It was a price I couldn't pay. And I'm telling you, if you get rid of consumer debt, it'll feel like you get rid of a noose around your neck. But when you get washed free from sin debt... <laughs> Does anybody still remember what it felt like when you really recognized he washed my sins away? Oh my God, he washed my sins away. I was headed to hell and he washed them. He washed them, he washed them, he washed them. I went down in the water. I went down in the water, had debris all over me, but he washed, he washed, he washed, he washed. Go ahead, Brother Quillen. I wish you would run a little bit. We, we need this right now. Somebody to remember I was lost, I was lost. But he washed Lift your hands with me all over this room And I want you to begin to pray right now That repentance would occur in this house Real repentance Where we say we're sorry and we turn Yes Yes. Ah. Somebody, wherever you are, feel like you're buried under the wreckage. I want you to begin to say, forgive me. Forgive me if I trusted in a tower built by the hands of men. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. I've got to repent. I've got to turn. I've got to turn. The tower can't save me. Pilot can't save me. Government can't save me. Money can't save me. Only you can save me. Forgive Come on, I'm asking somebody, leave no stone left unturned right now. 
Turn over that hidden place inside. Most of you are alive, but there's parts of you that are dead. The Lord would speak to someone right now. Speak to you under the unction of the Holy Ghost. You look alive, but there's parts of you that are dead. There's emotions in you that are dead. There are things that have been ripped out of you, and you feel like they're dead. I come from, a, from heaven with a word. I give a word from heaven to you right now. They're not dead. They're laying dormant, and God can bring it to life right now. I speak into your life right now that which has been laying dormant. You think your emotion is gone, he's going to revive it. You think your joy is gone forever, he's going to revive it. You think that you smoked every nerve ending away. You think that you shot up every nerve ending away. You think that you went through too much hurt. Through my, the divorce was too much. The pain was too much. The, the loss was too much. I speak life to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, I pray that you would pull that stone off the heart. I pray that you would pull that stone off the veins of their emotion. I pray that you would pull those rocks, those stones, those bricks. Leave no stone unturned. I'm reaching for somebody right now. You've been wanting to feel God for a long time. He's pulling the stone off. If you'll help him right now, he wants to pull that stone off your emotion. He wants to pull that stone off your mind. He wants to pull that stone out of your spirit. It's made you be condescending. It's made you be, 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 be questionable. It's, it's made you feel irritated and even irrational. But you're laying in the stones that you were never meant to lay in. And God is trying to help you leave no stone. Unturned. <laughs>